Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. This is the Vice Guide to Right Now, a daily rundown of all things Vice. It's Monday, January 8th. I'm Chris Hurdy. Today we'll hear from Noisy on the music industry's favorite outsider, Jeff Rosenstock. But first, the headlines. Veteran journalist Michael Wolf published an explosive book about Donald Trump called Fire and Fury, which went on sale Friday morning. And unsurprisingly, Trump has claimed Wolf's book is, quote, full of lies, and his lawyers have threatened legal action against Wolf and the book publisher. The State Department moved to suspend $900 million in financial aid to Pakistan's military after President Trump accused the country of providing a, quote, safe haven to terrorists on Twitter. And Trump is planning to ask Congress for $33 billion in new border security spending, including $18 billion for more than 700 miles of new and replacement barriers. And now here's the news you won't get anywhere else. On New Year's Day, punk musician Jeff Rosenstock put out a surprise album from Polyvinyl Records called Post. Known as a music industry anti-hero, Rosenstock has become somewhat of an unlikely media darling. Here's Vice Executive Editor Dory Carr-Harris speaking with noisy writer Dan Ozzie on Jeff Rosenstock's new album and his improbable journey from punk figurehead to media golden boy. Dan, tell me... Who is Jeff Rosenstock for some of our listeners who may not know? Yeah, Jeff Rosenstock, he's um he was sort of like a punk figurehead. He was in this band up until 2014 called Bomb the Music Industry. And like kids loved him because he was this sort of accidental pioneer. He was one of the first people to make music available for free for download on the internet, like early days of internet. And you know, like Radiohead got so much credit for putting In Rainbows out for free online. But by the time they did that, he had put out four albums that way. Like he was way ahead of the curve. And it wasn't because like, oh, I'm making a statement. He was just like, I just, that's just easiest to do. So he became this like figure with a cult following. Um, But he wasn't really like recognized in mainstream media, really. And then he sort of left that band to do his own thing. Uh, Like he has a band under his own name, Jeff Rosenstock. And he put out this album in 2016 called Worry with like a proper label, not just him releasing it out of his bedroom. And uh, it just blew up. Like he got an 8.0 on Pitchfork. It was USA Today's number one album of the year before Beyonce, uh, Frank Ocean. You know, like he beat out all these like huge people for this number one spot. He was on Carson Daly. And he just, like, very quickly became this media darling um, and this, like, music industry, like, golden boy. But it's such a weird thing because he just has a very weird relationship with the music industry, which, as you can probably guess from his old band name, Bomb the Music Industry, he's very critical of it. So I think it's super interesting how he's just, like, existing in this world now. And why do you think people fell in love with him was it just the music or is it his persona (laughs) yes he's got this like ska punk weirdo 
style going, but it's also like he has this very like everyman approach. I mean, he is a very average guy, you know, and he's like very approachable. Um, he's got this sort of like slacker demeanor, but at the same time, like just knowing him, he works very hard. Like he does his own recordings. He sends out his own records. So he does a lot, but he makes it look very easy because he kind of comes off like a slacker. So I think kids just like look up to him. It's just like, oh, if Jeff can do it, like I can do it too. And he's done it again, right? He released a new album on New Year's. Yeah, he dropped an album called Post on New Year's Day again, like for free. And it, it's sort of amazing too, because this is the first album that he's done with Polyvinyl Records. And Polyvinyl has done some huge artists like Deerhoof and Always and stuff like that. And he's got such an interesting like business tactic. Although when I asked him about that, he says it's distinctly not a business tactic where he basically will t- tell a label like, look, I'm going to give this away for free. If you think you can make a few extra bucks by like selling my vinyl or whatever like go for it but otherwise this is how i'm gonna do it and for some reason labels are like yeah that sounds good like let's do that like it's just against every notion that a a business person might have um but it somehow works for him you know and he's kind of just showing that uh you can you can exist in the music industry on your own terms you don't have to let labels and managers control how you release your art Mm -hmm. it's really inspiring do you think for the label just being associated with him and his personal brand and the kind of like cultural capital that they get from that is enough that they're fine with him sort of breaking the mold and releasing the album on his own terms? Well, I think he's proven, especially with, you know, doing his own record label, doing Bomb the Music Industry, that he has a track record where it's just like, look, like maybe you don't know what it is exactly I'm doing, but I've proven that it works. I go to a place and there's 500 kids there to see me. So clearly like what I'm doing works. So it's just like, I'm an established entity. Do you want to get involved on this? And like, you know, he said that like sometimes he's had friends with like international labels and wanting to work with him, but it just does that doesn't work for everybody. And he's fine with that um, because like whether or not a label wants to get involved, he's going to do it anyway. Um, so it's just like this weird, I think that's why he's just this like cult hero, just like Jeff does it on his own terms. Jeff like makes his own rules and other people follow them, you know? And how does the new album sound? It's great. It's, it's super manic. I mean, the last album that he released is, was called worry in all caps. And it kind of like sounded the way that title comes off. Um, but this one's even more like, it's very fast. It's very, neurotic. I think it's a great representation of how most people probably feel right now when you just look at the world. Um, so yeah, it's it's very new. So I haven't spent that much time with it, but that was my first impression of just like how uh, anxious it felt. Hmm. And do you think it's a divergence from his previous sound or is it kind of on par with what he's been putting out? Um, it If you've been following him, it definitely fits into his catalog. I mean, time will tell. Maybe I'll get proven wrong. But I think there was something like so special about his last record, Worry, and just the way it was produced that it, it just it came off as like a really perfect album. And this this seems more like a fun project that he wanted to do in a little bit shorter time frame. So I don't think it's as well thought out, but it's not really supposed to be. That's my take. Mm-hmm. You know, he's obviously been in the industry for a while and has gained a lot of experience. 
What was the most interesting thing that he told you over the course of your interview? You know what the most interesting thing is that is that he shrugs a lot and he just like says, I don't know, man, a lot. And he just like he doesn't know, like whenever you ask him, like, how do you get to do this? Or how is it that you're why was worry so well received or or like, how do you get away with these terms that most other of your peers wouldn't get to do? And he'll just be like, I don't know. I don't know why it happened to me. I don't know why the record took off so much. You know, like a lot of smart people worked on it, but I don't know what it is about it. And um, I think that's like what's sort of interesting about him is that like his appeal is sort of undefinable. And, you know, when when you try to come off like a slacker, it seems very odd when you have success, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. It sounds like that kind of guileless charm and and lack of pre-planning is yeah. is what really makes it special. I think that's what it is because like every person in a band tries to come off as cool or or t- more specifically too cool. Mm-hmm. But Jeff really is too cool for things in the sense that like if you don't want to put out his record or you don't want to do this, like that's fine because he's just going to do it anyway and like no harm done. So he really has this like you know this this eject button that he can press at any time and that is what him what makes him cool whether he would admit it or not probably he wouldn't but and did he give you any sense of what's next he's a nonstop touring machine um his wife christine uh, also sort of serves as his manager and like merch person and like handles a lot of business stuff for them so they're out on the road quite a bit so yeah just just more touring i think Maybe he'll release another surprise album like tomorrow. <laughs> I don't know. He doesn't tell me those things. It sounds like he's got an exciting year ahead. Yeah. Dan Ozzy's full article on Jeff Rosenstock comes out tomorrow, so make sure to check it out on noisy.vice.com. All right, that's it for now. Thanks for listening. For more news and culture, check out vice.com and tune in again tomorrow for another Vice Guide to right now. Life's better with American Family Insurance because our home policies help protect your dreams and come with peace of mind. Save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote, find an agent at amfam.com. Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit amfam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin.